Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Inside the 9 o'clock hour on the fan, your nighttime host, Keith McPherson, hanging out, talking sports, taking your calls at 877-337-6666, watching the Devils. And speaking of the Devils, clarification as I'm looking at you know, the nonsense on the internet, the internet is an absolute cesspool these days. It always is, but like now the dark web has come up. I gotta clarify, they're not they're not saying Taylor Swift is a Satanist. They said she was hanging out with a Satanist. And there's a viral video of the Bronx's own darling <laughs> Ice Spice. So I guess she's throwing up the Satan horns, the devil horns, and I didn't realize during the Super Bowl she's wearing an inverted cross and People are saying, hey, why is Taylor Swift hanging out with this person? Mark it down. I put this out on, on Twitter, that cesspool X, as uh, Elon Musk called it. He actually added to the cesspool. It's terrible. He, he ruined the platform. But I put this out on Twitter during the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, Ice Spice is getting all his camera time. She's from the Bronx. Mark it down. Book it. If it's not already booked, she will throw out a first pitch at Yankee Stadium this season. They're going to have a night where Ice Spice is in Legends. They're going to have a night where Ice Spice throws out the first pitch and her munchkins are going to pull up and they're going to play her whack music and it is what it is. It's already in line. Book Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's what, now it's in the archives. Josh from the Bronx, you made it, bro. You're in the, you're in the WFAN archives. But yeah, Ice Spice, uh, when when it happens, I'll probably be at the stadium, and I'll probably get on the air after that game and be like, yo, I told y'all on February 15th that uh, the Yankees were going to invite Ice Spice. Like, I'm trying to think what other Bronx artists. A Boogie? Has Cardi B thrown out a first pitch? I know I've seen Boogie. I know I've seen A Boogie throw out the first pitch and sit in Legends um, a couple years back. Ice Spice is, is almost a, a guaranteed lock. She's from the X. The Yankees have probably already reached out and talked to her team, and I'm sure she's an industry plant. So somebody in New York that's connected with her is already like, oh, yeah, let's get that done. You know, Some guy on WFAN was talking about it. Let's let's have Ice Spice throw out a first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, see you then. Can't wait to get back to the stadium. Joe is in Clifton, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Joe? How are you, Keith? I'm good. Hanging out. Hey, Joe, uh, Keith, uh, I have to disagree with you, Keith. The last thing baseball needs is more teams in the playoffs. It's becoming a joke. Well, they're not going to add any more teams. Well, it, it, they already have too many. Um the regular season is becoming more irrelevant. I mean, teams that win 100, like the Dodgers last year, they finished, what, 20 games ahead of Arizona? They win over 100 games, and because Arizona gets hot at a particular time, I mean, it's a joke. Intriguing. Got, you, <laughs> the more teams you have, the more mediocrity you have in the postseason. You want the best teams, okay? If it was up to me, I would have it. You would have just one wild card, 
and that's it. I know they're not going to do One wild card that. game? No, no. One, one wild, wild card, card team. team. Like okay. Three division winners and one wild card. It makes the regular season more meaningful, but they're not going to do it. They got too many teams. Uh, anyway, 30, but that's another story. Secondly, yeah, team, they're going to expand. So when they add yeah, uh, when they add a team expand, in Nashville. They got to expand 16 in each league. I wish they'd cut out the uh, interleague play. It's, 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 got, it's gotten to be a part. No, that's now. permanent now. Everybody plays everybody now. They, oh, no, they want to make sure you get to see Shohei Otani everywhere across the country. Yeah, it, no, it, it, it stinks. Pretty soon there's not going to be any more leagues. I promise you that. Number two, Keith, ball players today break down more than ever because they do too much weightlifting and they work out all year round. Years ago... Ball players never broke down the way they did. Pitchers pitched 250, 300 innings a year because, A, they didn't lift weights. B, they used spring training to get in shape. I don't care how good a shape you are, Keith. You're a human being before you're an athlete. You work out 12 months a year. Your body is susceptible to breaking down. And what I wish the, I would wish the commissioner would do was to have rosters only have 11 pitchers on your roster. This way, you bring back the value of the starting pitcher. I'm sorry if I only sound like the old man on the lawn, Keith, but I laugh. A guy pitches six innings, he gives up two runs on four hits, and everyone says, oh, a masterpiece. Guys pitch nine innings. I saw pitching duels where guys pitch 12, 13 on three days rest, and they pitch for 10, 15 years. The ball players today are bigger and stronger and faster. They're not better. They're not better because... They, they, they break down more than ever. And I just wish that at least they could limit the rosters to 11 pitchers per team where you have to use the starting pitcher more. It's more entertaining, Keith. Wouldn't you rather see a guy go nine in? You can't see a no-hitter anymore. Guys go five, six innings. They got 90 pitchers. Oh, got to take them out. It's boring. The baseball is entertainment. The greatest entertainment was I went to a game at Shea Stadium. I saw Juan Marichal go 14 innings. You lost one nothing. I remember as a kid, Juan Marichal and a 42-year-old Warren Spahn went 16 innings. They both threw over 220 pitches. And, and you can figure the ball players of today with all the conditioning and, and the protein, they should be able to do that in their sleep, especially now with the designated hitter in the National League. Pitchers don't have, you don't have to worry about taking a guy out in a late in the ball game if it's a 2-1 game because of the pitchers coming up. So I'm just telling you there are things about baseball today that through no fault of your own, you have no concept because you're a young guy. This is the game that you're brought into, so you think this is the best. It's not the best. Baseball was better. I'm not saying the ball players of yesteryear were physically better than the ball players of today. I'm not saying that. But the game was better years ago. And I just wish that they do some modifications uh, to make the game more entertaining. And you're right. I think they will shorten the season to 154 games, which I agree with, uh, so that the, 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 the postseason with all these rounds, the baseball season could end in October because now we're going into November. I thank you very much for your time, Keith. You got it, Joe. I don't know. What am I supposed to say to all that? Like, things change. The game has evolved. It's it's not I don't it's not the 40s, 50s, 60s. It's just different. Humans are different. Our lifestyles are different. What we do is different. And uh, there's just advancements in medicine and training. And uh, they want to rest guys. And yeah, I don't know. 
They, they're scheduled rest, and they try to save these guys from them, themselves. They don't let these guys go nine innings. But it was just a couple years ago that we had a bunch of no-hitters. Uh, I think it was 2021 or 2022. There, there, it seemed like there was a no-hitter every week. So can't say you never see a no-hitter anymore. It's just now they don't care so much about that. They'd rather preserve a guy than see a guy max out, throw a no-hitter at 120 pitches. I mean, they also rather not see a guy try and get a no-hitter, go for 120 pitches, and then be on the IL next week. So it's just it's just where we are. And, you know, some people throw in analytics in the numbers. It's just it's a sign of the times. I, I'm sure, that, you know, in your day, baseball was better. I'm sure in your day, baseball was in its golden age. But we're, we're not there anymore. Uh, I don't know what to tell y'all, man. I, I'm fine with baseball. I, I understand that it's different. I understand that, um, you know, they have to change the game. Evolve or dissolve, right? They, baseball is not worried about the diehard fans like myself and a lot of you listening because they know they got us. They know we wear our team hats and our team logos like we're part of the team. They know that we live and die with this stuff. They know we're we're waking up every day as if we're the manager of the team. We're waiting for the lineup to drop. We can't wait for first pitch. They know they got us. What they're trying to do is compete with the NFL, with the NBA, for the casual interest. What they're trying to do is compete with the people that are out there that now are, are watching esports and watching other stuff and watching Netflix and other things. They're trying. It's an it's entertainment at the end of the day. So they're trying to make the game faster. Pitch clock, right? They're trying to make the game more exciting. I made the joke about, oh, yeah, well, interleague play and, and playing everybody, that's going that's going nowhere. Yeah, because they want you to be able to see Shohei Otani come to your local ballpark. Like, they want Shohei to go on tour. And I use Shohei for an example, but there's a lot of guys. Juan Soto, Yamamoto, here comes Yamamoto. They want these guys to play across the country so people can see them and be fans of the game. I think baseball is alive and well. Um, I think that the postseason, whether whether you like the expanded postseason or not, I like it. I like it. I just pulled up the bracket from last year. Like, why do we watch? It, it's not supposed to be chalk, right? Why do, why do people love March Madness? Why do they call it March Madness? Because it's madness. They have Selection Sunday. They put the bracket out. And if you fill out your bracket chalk, you're guaranteed to lose. So when I look at this Major League Baseball bracket, and, you know, you mentioned the Dodgers. I don't give a damn that the Dodgers won 111 games. I couldn't wait to see them fail. I'm rooting against them again this year because they won 111 games, lost to their division rivals, and then went out and sp- spent a billion dollars. Like, that's going to fix the problem. I can't wait to see them lose. And I was someone last year that was on the fan saying, oh, man, Braves-Dodgers collision course in the NLCS. We never got it. We never got it. And still, and instead, it was Phillies Diamondbacks. And that's another thing. Everyone was sure. Oh, man, we were, we were singing the praises of the Phillies on this radio station, myself included. Look at all the guys that they got that we passed on. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Real Muto. And then they fell flat, flat on their faces. Their fans got too excited, and they couldn't win the last two games. Here come the Diamondbacks. Good for them. That is parody. And that is like what I saw with Arizona and those Diamondbacks fans, like, how energized they were about their team actually getting there, that's good for the sport. That's good for the sport. The, the Phillies are always going to have their fans. It's the only team there. Like, they're, you know, those Phillies fans show up to the same area. They root for all four of their teams. The Flyers, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Eagles are right there in that same parking lot. But the Arizona Diamondbacks, man, for them to go on a run like that with a young team like that and get to the fall classic, like, that was good for baseball in my opinion. 
And I know baseball might not have loved it because I was making the joke last year, you get Arlington versus Phoenix or wherever um, the Diamondbacks play. I've been to Chase Field. I think it's in Phoenix. But, like, that's technically two small markets. Yeah, it's in Phoenix. Two small markets on the big stage for the World Series. That's not ideal. If Major League Baseball had it their way, it would be Dodgers-Yankees every year. Maybe we get that this year. Kevin is in Hartford, Connecticut, next up on the fan. Well, it's not Hartford tonight. It's Portland, Maine. But um, let's switch gears to last night, Keith. First of all, let me say um, I never thought anybody could take Steve Summers' place, and then you came along. Well, Just like I never thought anybody could take Tony Page's place, and Sal did that, and now we're on the Big Mac. I just think so that, uh, the- you know, no, nobody takes places. Like, no, none of us own these time slots, but I, I think that – we have smart people here that fill in the blanks with talent, and everybody here, that's something I do, I've, I've wanted to say, and I, and I do feel. Everybody here takes their job seriously and comes in prepared and does their thing, and there's a reason everybody's on here. Even though all of us get hated on, like, there's a reason everybody has the opportunity opportunity that they have. They don't just throw anybody into these uh, full-time jobs as, as radio hosts, but thank you for saying that. Well, like I told you last night, you guys are my family. I'm with you all day in this truck. Let's get on to sports for tonight. We have 86,400 seconds in a day. Every one of them is critical. Let's get to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's going to take to sign Juan Soto long-term at the end of the season? Oh, man. I mean, where do I start? First off, winning, right? This guy has gone from – I mean, he won a World Series, but he's gone from a terrible Nationals club organization um, to a Padres team that had – you know, almost as high of a payroll as the Mets, but people didn't talk about them as much because they were small market and they failed last year. He wants to win. He is a baseball fan. He loves the game. This guy wants to be on the big stage. We saw what he did against the Houston Astros. Like, he wants to get back to the World Series to show people he's one of the best players ever. I think winning is the main thing, right? The Yankees, even if they don't win the World Series, man, if they go on a run this year and he gets to feel what that stadium is like, what the fans are like, what the city is like, how much people love the Yankees, how much people will literally welcome him in, embrace him, the Bronx, Delo Mio personnel, the, the, the Dominicans in the Bronx, him being Dominican, like him feeling that, where else would you want to go? And I've said this a lot, man. His dad is a Yankee fan. There's a picture on the internet of his dad with the sign showing up the first time he saw Juan Soto play for the Nationals, I think back in 2018, at Yankee Stadium. The sign said, Yo Soy Yankee fan, right? Like, I'm a Yankee fan. He had a Yankee hat on, pinstripe jersey, and and he had a sign so people knew. I ain't no Nationals fan. He said, Yo Soy Yankee fan. Just here to support 22 Juan Soto. So if your pops is a Yankee fan, what do you think the Yankees are going to do? They're going to bring his pops through Legends, and whenever he wants to come to a game, he'll have access to Legends. If the family wants to come through, they'll have their own suite, right? And then he'll get this VIP treatment in the city, and, and he'll get to see what it's like to be on the main stage. Money. The last thing is money. You got to pay for the guy, right? He was noncommittal, obviously, in his press conference, his intro press conference. Scott Boris has, has got these guys, you know, they're, they're locked in on, we want the most money we can get. But the Yankees print money. They got a lot of money. And I'm not really worried about them being outbid or them saying, oh, wait, 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 we're not going to go too far. Like, you know, with the Yamamoto thing, it's like, we're not going to pay you more than Garrett Cole. No, the Yankees, no. They have to have top dollar for Juan Soto. And uh, I think, you know, after he has a great year and the Yankees compete again and win, I think they're in the front of the line to sign him just like they were in the front of the line to trade for him. 
One more thing, Keith. Like we said last night when I told you in 09 you missed a great parade, you have my personal invite to the parade this year. <laughs> God bless you, man. I love you. Thanks, Kevin. I'm going to be on the float. What you talking about? I appreciate you, Kevin. I'm going to be on the float with Juan Soto and Judge. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to hit up Nestor. I'm going to hit up Trevino. Like, I'm starting to make friends with these players. I have some of the players' numbers. I met Booney a couple weeks ago. Booney was cool. I'm going to be on the float. What an incredible human being. (laughs) I got to make friends with Marcus Stroman. I got to know somebody out there in Long Island that can connect me with the Stro Show. Someone who's very personable. Probably not. Probably not because Stroman is... um, you know, he's going zero dark 30. He said his his family and friends won't even be able to call him or, or text him. So I guess I just have to wait till I see him. All right, we got a break here. Let's break it down. 877-337-6666. I'm forcing a baseball conversation, but it doesn't feel forced because it's that time of the year. Uh, we definitely can talk football a bit. Jordan Renan put out some stuff about Daniel Jones. And if you remember me at the end of the NFL season into the postseason doing the math on how long it took Kyler Murray to come back. And I kind of applied that same math to Daniel Jones. And and when I said, I expect Daniel Jones to come back, well, uh, Jordan Renan and and I guess the giants are countering that they think he's going to be back and ready. I do want to talk to the giants fans a bit about drafting a quarterback. There are some people that expect Drake may to fall. Some people think that Jaden Daniels is going to rise to number two. We're also going to talk about Caleb Williams, Cliff Kingsbury, the new um, offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders met the media today, and they talked all about the quarterback position. And most people think that the Commanders are literally going to give the Bears whatever they want to go draft a hometown kid. Yes, Caleb Williams is from Washington, D.C., and obviously Cliff Kingsbury. They, those guys are familiar. So um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit of football, and that's the football angle I'm going to introduce. So let's take a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are halfway through another five-hour KM to AM on the fan in New York. Thanks for joining us. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, talking sports. 
waiting for the Devils to tie this game up. There's a minute 34 left in the third period. They're down 2-1. Come on. Let's go, Devils. Uh, Before we went to break, I said I wanted to introduce some football conversation because we're Americans and we love football. And I know here, uh, you know, Woody Johnson couldn't wait to tell us we're on to 2024 and we've got new uniforms coming out and there's 200-some days until the next season. And I know Giants fans realize how important this offseason is for Joe Shane, for Brian Dable, and for your entire franchise, 877-337-6666. I think I was talking about it's a sleeveless, it's an A-shirt, it's a beater, it's a tank. I thought they were tanking, straight up. And then the coach realized, hey, we can't do that. You know, Giants, uh, the pedigree, the culture, the history, we can't tank. We can't absolutely, we're not the Jaguars, we can't tank, like, we got to win some games. And then here comes Tommy Cutlets. And, you know, remember those conversations about maybe Tommy Cutlets can be the quarterback of the future. I was like, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill. Like, it was a great story. And I hope that the kid sticks around. Um, but I credit Brian Dable for what he was able to get out of Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor. Now, what I was talking about with my math on Daniel Jones, you know, I was talking about this. Um, with with Daniel Jones and, and Kyler Kyler Murray, right? Let me see if I can go back to my my notes and find this. Okay, so this was my math, and and we're gonna go to what Jordan Renan said, and then we'll go to the phone. So my math, and let me see when I had this in my notes. I had a show on January nineteenth where I was talking about Kyler Murray got hurt December twelfth, had surgery January third, and came back to play in the NFL on November twelfth. That's eleven months, three hundred and thirteen days. Daniel Jones got hurt on November 5th, had surgery on November 22nd, and 314 days for him, one more day than Kyler Murray, would be October 1st to return to the NFL. Okay, that was me guessing, and obviously Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones are two different men, two different athletes, two different quarterbacks, two completely different people, and... You know, you can't really do that, but you I had to I had to use some type of example of somebody that tore their ACL in season and then came back the next year. Now, what I saw Jordan Renan put out um was this, right? History says Daniel Jones should be back to practice sooner than most think. Look at when other QBs have cleared to practice, have been cleared to practice in recent years after ACL surgery. Now he starts off with Kyler Murray and he puts nine plus. He didn't want to put the whole like, you know, Exact timeline like I did. But then he put Joe Burrow, seven months. Deshaun Watson, also seven months. Or Deshaun Watson, six months. Ryan Tannehill, nine months. Jimmy Garoppolo, seven months. Joe Flacco, seven months. Um, So they're thinking that it could be around eight months if you average out those numbers. So Renan quoted his own tweet and said eight months would have Jones cleared to practice in time for the start of training camps. uh, Training camp, nine months would be three weeks before the start of the season, it has to be eight months, and the Devils lose. Um, So I don't know how you guys feel as Giants fans and the fate of your season and your franchise, and this being a very important year. You have to have a winning season next year. You were way ahead of schedule in year one. You went to the playoffs, went on the road, won a game, and that caused you to give Daniel Jones the contract that he currently has. But there's an out in that contract. And... For me talking about tanking and some other guys, I know C-Mac following up my show talking about, hey, like, yo, we need a quarterback. And, like, like it just made too much sense with 
the amount of quarterback talent coming up in this draft and you falling into a top 10 pick, which we thought might be as high as three, two, even at six, and what I was talking about before the break, the commanders, which everybody thinks they're all in on trading with the Bears, and they can just swap positions one and two, and the Bears are probably going to fleece them, finesse them, and that Bears pick is from the stupid Carolina Panthers that didn't take C.J. Stroud and took Bryce Young. I have a few thoughts about these quarterbacks, man. Like, there, there's one school of thought when you look at the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, picked 262. Look at him in his first two years. But then look at the guy who won back-to-back Super Bowls, number 15, who wears 15 because he wore five in college, and he's got a chip on his shoulder the size of a boulder. He was picked number 10. He added that 10 to his five, so every time he puts on his shoulder pads in that jersey, he remembers that he wasn't the first overall pick. They drafted Mitchell Trubisky number two overall, and Patrick Mahomes has made teams pay for it and made a lot of teams regret not trading up. Man, if you see your guy and he's there, you get on the phone and you give whatever it takes to trade up and go get him. It can change your franchise. It can literally change the fate of your franchise. The Chiefs GM was just uh, talking about how, like, you know, people were, uh, there, there was this whole clip, like Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, some other people were saying, oh, it wasn't a good move to do what they did. No, and, and this guy was talking about how, and it wasn't, um, not the Chiefs' current GM. It was another guy I, I feel like he also was a, was the Browns GM. I got to go find the clip. But this guy was talking about how they they thought Mahomes could be a very good player, how they thought that he projected to be this, this, and this. There's no way they thought he could be what he is, but that was their guy. What I'm saying is you got to tr- trust that Brian Dable and Joe Shane go get their guy. And that might not be a guy in the draft because a lot of these guys aren't actually guys. Caleb Williams, I think, could be a bust, even though they're comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people say his comp is Patrick Mahomes. He himself last year said, I could do all the same things Patrick Mahomes does. No, I watched you play against Notre Dame and turn the ball over a bunch of times. Patrick Mahomes don't do that. Like, I don't know. What I'm saying is, Giants fan, this offseason, you can't go into the offseason saying we believe in Daniel Jones. Because whether you believe in him or not, now he's got a long list of injuries and he's coming back from an ACL where he's not going to be the same player. His banner season where you... Won a bunch of games, went to the playoffs, right? He ran the ball. What do you have, 10 rushing touchdowns, like seven, 800 yards? That was a big part of his game. That can't be a part of his game anymore. He had the neck injury last year. Don't forget about that. We were talking about a career-ending neck injury, not rushing him back. And I don't think Tyrod wants to be here. Tyrod lost a million dollars in the whole Tommy Cutlets era. So you're going to have to bring in a veteran quarterback or draft a young quarterback and maybe do both. Tommy Cutlets, I think, will be a good practice arm, be there for OTAs, and we'll see how far Daniel Jones is in his recovery. Maybe he'll be able to throw the ball. But, man, I don't know who starts for the Giants in week one. Dan is in Fairhaven, New Jersey. Dan, you're on the fan. Yeah, what's going on, Keith? What's Hope up, what's up? Well, bud. Yeah, hanging um, in there. Yeah, we, we th- <laughs> it's funny you brought up uh, the tank issue. We, we, um, we all thought... Uh, the Giants are tanking at, at that point with uh, Tommy DeVito. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that when you think about, like, the team and where we're going directionally, um, you know, Joe Shane had said it, and, you know, we're either going to bring in a quarterback or draft a quarterback. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, what better uh, 
place to look than Chicago. I mean, you know, you got Justin Fields there, right? You got Barkley, who you could potentially tag and trade, obviously put a pick behind that. But I wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, potentially doing that and bringing Justin Fields in here. Um, you know, again, tagging Barkley, trading him, handshake, uh, with a pick behind it. What would it take to, to make that happen? What do you think? So, I mean, my, my first thought is, like, if you're going to trade with the Chicago Bears, wouldn't you be trying to trade with them to get the first overall pick and draft the quarterback of the future? Justin Fields, like, I don't want to talk down on Justin Fields because I think he's an okay quarterback. I definitely think he's a guy that can break games with his legs, and he he does have a strong arm. He can make some throws. But, like, I don't know if I'm giving up what you got to give up for a guy that's still very much a project. And I don't know how he's going to work. And, you know, if Dable loves him and Dable feels like he can work in his offense, that's another thing. But I don't look at Justin yeah. Fields as a target, right? I saw um, a projected thing that, that Justin Fields would, would be with the Steelers this year. And I don't know. I don't I don't think that Justin Fields is a guy that you, you really go after and say, yeah, that's that's the guy that's going to, you know, win for us. That's the guy that, like, he, he just – he leaves a lot to be desired. He turns the yeah. ball over. Man, there's some throws that I've seen him make that are just bonehead throws. I think he's got a lot of developing – left to do i think the giants like if you bring justin fields here you might as well stick with daniel jones right like like let me jump in if i can just quickly just i under, and i've heard you make that point before and it's certainly valid i think that with with jones's injury history right so you bring somebody in here that can play immediately when uh, obviously jones as you mentioned might be on the shelf until october but somebody that you can, A, bring in immediately, and B, you got a guy that can compete with him and actually put put a, you know put competition on the field. Yeah, he's young. He's going to be able to compete, but he also gets hurt, too. He's got a little injury history, too. Let me look up his contract. He's on his rookie deal, um, and so yep. that's going to be he's coming two, to He's it. got two years. Yeah. I don't know. It would, it would depend on if Brian Dable thinks this is the guy, right? This is the next Josh Allen for me, Justin Fields. I can work with him, and I think Dable can work with anybody, seeing how he turned Tommy DeVito into a guy that went and won three games, won a primetime game against the Packers who made it to the divisional round, and then Tyrod Taylor. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is an NFL starter at all, but you saw Tyrod Taylor have 300-yard games, almost beat the Rams who were a playoff team because Brian Dable knows how to take a guy's skill set, how to prepare them for a game, and how to get the most out of them um, on the field. I, I, I think you got to get your own guy, though, for so many reasons. I think one night I was just like loopy on the late night. I did a, a, a Cinco de Quito of five reasons that the Giants need to draft a quarterback with that first overall pick. They're not going to reach for a guy. They're also not going to default into like a Michael Penix Jr. But like when you talk about this GM and this head coach, drafting a quarterback extends their leash, especially in a year where everybody's talking about all these NFL coaches are going to be looking over their shoulders because Bill Belichick's out there, Mike Vrabel's out there, Pete Carroll's out there. Um, Steve Wilkes now is out there. So one is that that extends their leash because they're going to have to develop this quarterback. Two is is Daniel Jones is now damaged goods, and like you you can't you can't go into this season thinking yeah he's going to be ready for camp. Um, I I don't think you rush him back. I also don't think Tyrod Taylor three. I don't think Tyrod Taylor resigns. So who's the veteran you sign in this league when this year was the year of the backup and the backup's backup? The price for backup quarterbacks is going up because everybody knows if you don't have two, you don't have one. And it's going to be even harder. And I think Tyrod's going to go somewhere else 
where he can get a fresh start. He's already played for like five, six teams. Like, I don't think you're going to sign him. Um, forget what the other, you know, couple reasons were. Um, you need the guy. You need the guy. And I think watching, you know, I mean, watching Patrick Mahomes yeah. tells the whole league, you're not winning. You're not knocking off him. You're not beating 15 until you go find that generational quarterback that can not miss, that can make the right plays uh, almost every time, that can that can change the game for you, that when the ball is in his hands, like he turns you into a winner. He doesn't turn the ball over. He, he doesn't lose games for you. Uh, I wish I knew the rest of my uh, Keto Day 5-0 or whatever. You there? Yeah, oh, I'm here. I, was, I wasn't sure if I was gone. So I, I just feel like, you know, bringing in uh, Justin Fields would be, like, I mean, it's creating, again, competition. I don't understand to... Yeah, but what do you give up for that, Justin Fields? Like, what do you give up for well, a that's, guy that... That's might... what I'm asking you. What do you think? So would you give a tag and trade, right? Saquon? Barkley and a pick. And then what would that pick? What do you think that pick would be worth? I don't know what Would pick... that be a third rounder? I was about to say, rounder? uh... uh third round or, or less I don't know Ryan Poles and these guys over there in Chicago man I think they got a lot of people reaching out to them I don't know Justin Fields got to go somewhere if they end up drafting Caleb Williams or, or Jaden Daniels uh, I just don't I don't see Justin Fields as a guy that you give up a lot for because he's still a project he's not a guarantee like I, I don't know I don't know yeah he, he's it's it, so in my perspective, from my perspective, he's proven to be a winner, right? He, he's, he's proven to be a winner at Ohio State? At Ohio State, and he's produced well, at on Ohio the field in Chicago. In Chicago, though. I don't know, bro. He's, he's like, Ohio State, they had Jackson Smith and Jigba. They had Garrett Wilson. They had Marvin Harrison Jr. They always have a stacked team. Exactly. So he's throwing to elite wide receivers. That's even they're so, running like, wide does open. That make him... They're running well, wide open. They're playing so, against Indiana. Yeah. So I think the point with Justin Fields is what's he done on the field in Chicago, right? So he when he's been on the field, um, I think he's done a very good job of proving that he has a lead upside, right? And I I would think that and and from talking to Giants fans like myself that have seen him play that, you know, we would welcome him in whether or not it be to take Daniel Jones job or to compete with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones needs some competition on the field when he's there. He doesn't need a Tyrod Taylor. He doesn't need a rookie coming in. He needs somebody to make him better if he's going to be the guy. Nah. And if he's not, then we would love he's to make that He's not the trade. guy. And it's been five years and we're still talking about competing, Daniel Jones competing with Eli, Daniel Jones competing with Tyrod. He's not the guy. And Justin Fields is also not the guy. And this is a very important offseason going into next season. And I don't think there's any way in hell Joe Shane and Brian Dable hitch their wagon to Justin Fields. And then what you're going to have to give up to get him versus some other teams that are going to get him, I I don't don't know. I I don't look at Justin Fields as as one of the uh, better quarterbacks in this league. This is a guy that... It was him and Trevor Lawrence coming out of high school, elite eleven, going into college, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know what, what, it, I don't, I don't know what's in his head, man. He's had some, some sketchy things, like even the fact that he went to Georgia, knowing that Georgia, you know, with Jake Fromm went to the national championship. He went to Georgia and, and thought he was going to beat out Jake Fromm, a former Giants quarterback, and then he had to transfer out of there, go to Ohio State. He played on Ring a stacked team. 
He, Ring of Honor, yeah. QB, <laughs> QB sneak. Was it Jake Fromm running the QB sneak? Oh, yeah, he ran the sneak. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I, I, anyway, back to Justin Fields. I, I, I do think that when you think about a guy that you're going to bring in here, like Joe Shane has said, we're going to bring in a veteran or we're going to look at someone in the draft. If you're going to get somebody in the draft, so be it. Let's go yeah, get I think that you'd person. Rather person have your own. That was, you just made me think of uh, one of the last legs of my single-day keto or whatever. This is what Brian Dable does. This is his specialty. Like, instead of him working with Tyrod Taylor, who's washed, and Tommy DeVito, who went undrafted, let him get an athletic quarterback of his own choosing to mold and develop from day one. He's not going to screw that up. Yeah, yeah. He's got to get Jaden, uh, Jen Daniels. He's got to get, you know, one of those, obviously, the top five. You also nixed out uh, Pinnock. I like Pinnock. I think Pinnock is a great player. Uh, lefty, obviously, but yeah, but um, let's far, not forget. I don't it. know. You got to think further down the line. Penix is is what twenty five, and he's already got an injury history. I, I think, like, I don't know if I'm using a six overall pick on him. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got you got to let you got to love is your guy. Twenty three, he's six, turning right? twenty four in, in in May, and he's got a long injury history. That Giants offensive line right now, you, you're going to put Michael Penix Jr. behind them this upcoming season. We don't know what Evan Neal's going to be. Um, you, well, you, that's the whole point about Bray. Well, why not bring Justin Fields in? And you got two guys. You got, you know, Daniel yeah, John Justin. Yeah, Justin bit, Fields, run for you your two, life. Yeah, run for your life, right? So, but I, I, I do, I do, and I think Giant fans collectively agree. If you like your guy at number six, great. He's probably not going to be there, but. Go get him at one, then. And I just <laughs> remembered my other, the other leg of my um, <laughs> my Cinco de Quito. Thanks for the call, Dan. The other leg of my Cinco de Quito is that you're in a division with the Washington Commanders who are literally about to get their quarterback of the future. It ain't Sam Howell. And they have Dan Quinn. They have Cliff Kingsbury. And I got to go try and get some um, of the sound bites from Cliff Kingsbury. Like, they're, they're going to try and do everything in their power to get Caleb Williams, who's from D.C., and you're going to be facing Caleb Williams every year. So you need to go draft your quarterback that's going to be in the same year as him. Like, I, I think, like, that's the last leg of it, that, like, Dak Prescott is going to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Womp, womp, womp. Jerry Jones, you got, like, you got yourself there. You defaulted into that. Don't get me started on how they didn't pick up his rookie deal and they had to tag him, and then he ends up balling this year, putting up MVP numbers, and I think he's counting at like almost you know fifty sixty million against the cap, and now you got to give him an extension. So like that's your quarterback. That Dak Prescott is the longest tenure quarterback. That's who the Cowboys are stuck with. Oh, look at the Eagles. Ha! Jalen hurts. It hurts, don't it? That guy is not as good as you thought he was. You gave him the bag. So here comes Caleb Williams into the division. The Giants have to get their young quarterback of the future to pair with their head coach and their GM and go onward. Eight seven seven. Three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's break this down. Call me up. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Quickly here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay, quick. Uh, I feel like I'm up against it, man. The time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Keith McPherson on the fan. I only got two hours left, but so much to do, so much to say. I pivoted away from the baseball conversation, and now you guys have me deep in this quarterback conversation with what the Giants should do and with Patrick Mahomes, and it's obvious. It's right there, right in front of you. So people that follow me on Twitter, I already retweeted the video that I had referenced referenced before. Remember I was saying, like, yeah, it, it was the GM, and I couldn't think of his name. It's John Dorsey, who was the GM of the Browns, was the GM of the Chiefs, 
And Justin Spiro from, I don't know where Justin Spiro is from. Justin Spiro is the host of the Spiro Avenue show. Not responsible for anything said during games. He says, whatever. I don't know where this guy is from. Michigan. He put out a clip that I came across on Twitter where he said they mocked him. They ripped him. He didn't care. John Dorsey had to have Patrick Mahomes. But I also have to give credit to Andy Reid because his fingerprints were on that. And then also Brett Veach. So let's play this video from Twitter for folks that aren't on Twitter. And you shouldn't be on Twitter. It sucks. It's terrible. But, like, just listen to this audio of all of these pundits. I, I mentioned Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp. And I, I wish I could get a, 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 all these guys' names to be like, you were so wrong. These guys were talking about Mitchell Trubisky and Deshaun Watson and talking down on the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes. So, Patrick Mahomes, I don't like it. I do not like this pick. It is Patrick Mahomes. Just like I said to you, Trubisky doesn't have the resume that tells me that he's better than Deshaun Watson. I damn sure ain't going to say Patrick Mahomes does. This is a really good football player. And I think these types of guys don't come around that often. Like, if he's that good, you went yeah. over Deshaun Watson, you, you traded up, but I still got the weight on the cookies. The cookies ain't ready yet. I'm willing to invest in that type of player because I believe in his skill set and what he is going to develop into. When I hear words about Pat Mahomes, these are the words I hear. Undisciplined, lacking fundamentals, immature. I disagree with you. I don't believe it's a reach. I believe this guy's a very talented player in the future. Why are you drafting a quarterback? Why are you trading up to draft a quarterback that doesn't just have bad footwork, has no footwork? I can see this guy developing into a really good football player. The only one out of them going to win a championship, if there is one, is Deshaun Watson. At the end of the day, we had Mahomes rated above Watson. That's how we saw it. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! The end. All right. So, like, it, it's better if you see the video because it was it's all these, like, podcasts and TV shows talking about Patrick Mahomes. Nobody knows. But trust your gut. Trust your guys. Trust your scouting department, your head coach, your GM. And if you see your guy, you absolutely go out there and get him. And when he was at Texas Tech, I watched him play, but I didn't watch every single game. I watched college football on Saturdays, and I do remember seeing him, and I do remember knowing that he was the son of a former professional athlete. And what I'll say about him is this, as they talked about him having no footwork and blah, 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 blah. This is a guy that played football, basketball, and baseball growing up. His dad wanted him to play baseball. Obviously, you guys know he played, he pitched for the Mets coming out of their bullpen. But as he got older, right, he started to lean towards football later. He still developed getting to the NFL. He's the one talking about, I didn't even know what a nickel coverage was. He couldn't even read coverages in the NFL. But somebody recognized his arm slots, his throwing ability, his athleticism, his lack of footwork to you, which back then it was it was stupid. It was three-step drop, five-step drop, seven-step drop. I don't care about that. Patrick Mahomes' footwork now, nobody's talking about his footwork now because he was taking footwork from the basketball court. He was taking arm angles from the baseball diamond and applying them to the football field, which makes him different than any quarterback we've ever seen. Now he's a three-time champion. 877-337-6666. Oh, and Cliff Kingsbury was his coach when he was at Texas Tech. And now Cliff Kingsbury is trying to go get the next guy that they're they're literally saying Caleb Williams' comp is Patrick Mahomes. And where was Cliff Kingsbury this past season with Caleb Williams in USC? So, I mean, Giants fans, 
if you think like you might actually if Cliff if Cliff Kingsbury is able to get his wish his wish and get Caleb Williams, you might have uh, the next Patrick Mahomes in your division. You better go get your guy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.